Welcome back to It Is What It Is with Mora and Renee. Well, guys, scrap consistency. <laughs> no, it was a little, a little kick in our plan, which mm-hmm. incidentally is what happened, which is the reason why obviously we're a little bit late with it. Yeah. Let me take you on a little story, guys. So we had our episode actually recorded, edited, ready to upload on Sunday at the correct time, but... I wasn't happy with the audio on it from my side. I felt like I sounded like a transformer, like I was Decepticon United. <laughs> so I said, let me order a new mic. And then I go to get my mic and I see my Amazon driver kicking my package into my door. And of course the microphone was broken. Had to argue with Amazon for a few days, but here I am, new mic. We hope you enjoy the new audio from Miriam. Uh, let's hope it's better. It is. It definitely is better. But next time we do have a hiccup, we will engage with you guys through Instagram. Just letting you know that it will be a little bit late due to technical difficulties or if there's any other situations that do arise whilst we are doing this. So we do apologise. hopefully shouldn't happen. Yeah, hopefully it won't happen going forward. But guys, we are here before we wanted to start the episode. We do want to just take a moment to highlight what has been happening, especially um, against women. Especially regarding Sarah Everard. Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, we do send our hearts out and our love to the family and any woman that has been in that situation. It's just so sad that, quote unquote, she did everything that she was meant to do and she still ended up dead by a police officer. I think that people have that narrative, though, that why didn't she do this or did yeah. she do this like why question a victim the victim ne- yeah exactly it's never the victim's fault you should always question mm-hmm. why the perpetrator did it and in this case when we say men of course there's going to be people that not all men okay it's not all men but is almost all women that it happens to be 97 percent. Yeah. so instead of arguing against the fact maybe you should work to solve the problem definitely and also like we don't have an opportunity to find out if it's all men because exactly. I, as you've seen, it happens with fathers, brothers, uncles, police officers, your neighbour. So, you know, we just have to be wary, sadly, as women, uh, regardless of the time as well. Because also there was an incident where a girl was jogging in broad daylight and she got raped. Um, so, you know, we just wanted to highlight that before we go into the episode. Um, and we do feel for anyone that has gone through this and the current situation with her and her family. Yeah, it is such a heavy topic and a serious topic. And I hope mm. you think we can discuss it in a further podcast because there's so much to say on it that obviously you can't fit it all into this little bit. But hopefully I want to delve into it a little bit more. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We will speak about this and all sorts of conversations that are mm-hmm. currently happening in today's world. But on to today's podcast. Uh, so we asked you guys on Instagram to send us in any dilemmas or if you want any advice on anything. Um, some of you guys were actually very disrespectful with what you sent in. <laughs> Could have but added us, to be fair. There's one that I felt personally attacked by. I think it's the first one we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And you could have actually just added me. That's fine. Do just tell me to my face. What was the first one again? The first one was, should I tell my friend that they cannot, for example, sing, dance, act? And from my opinion, I feel like you should. As you're friends with them, therefore with your friends, you should be comfortable telling them 
they can't do a certain activity or of course don't slander them belittle them like that's not what we're saying but you should inform them because now if miriam goes on britain's got talent to sing what am i doing she can't embarrass herself out there so you need to tell your friends this is why i'm 100 percent confident this was added at me everyone <laughs> who knows me knows i love to sing i don't claim that i can sing well i try to hit that f sharp best believe i will do i think i can hit it sometimes i hit it, i'm not gonna lie to you but i'm never Lies. gonna <laughs> i'm never gonna put myself out there on x fact i mean if i wanted to i could but i'm not like deluded in my own world where i think that i can mm. sing but there's some people who maybe don't have that luxury of knowing their own limits so you know when you see these worst auditions and your friends and family come with them and then derma o'leary asks them oh can your daughter sing i'm like yeah my daughter's the best one in the world and then she sounds like a chicken being stepped on at the crack of dawn <laughs> that's just not what you want to do for your friends and family of course encourage them if that's something you want to do give them lessons like mm. don't ever let them go up there and embarrass themselves i think especially one thing is being young and i think like going to university and stuff when people go on nights out and then if you wear makeup if that's your thing and your friend's eyelashes stuck on wrong their lipstick is smudged their face doesn't match their neck don't let your friend go outside of the house looking if they think they look cute of course be like oh maybe you could do this instead yeah no you have to like as i said you cannot let your friends look like fools outside like how how can i let you leave the house when your eyelashes gone your eyebrows are stinking <laughs> like it's not making sense so to that question like please let your friends know don't let don't let your friends that's all I have to say for that question. Don't let your friends embarrass themselves. Don't let someone else tell your friend when it should be you. A hundred percent. Imagine someone outside telling your friend, oh yeah, your makeup is looking a bit way, way. Huh? So when or you guys... nice ones in like the, oh babe, by the way, this is like not like your eyelashes falling off or, oh darling, your, your skirt's up. Like you should be telling your friend this. Yeah, definitely let your friend know. There's been times where I've come home, I've looked myself in the mirror, and I've said to him, my friends have decided to not say anything. But you know what? Miriam says this, and it will be the tiniest thing. And bear in mind, by the friend she's talking about, it's me. I don't have the best eyesight. I'm not going to so at anyone. if you're not in my face, I'm not going to see that little smudge on the right corner of your <laughs> eye of mascara. Like, I'm not going to see that. But Miriam will be like, oh my gosh, you let me go out like that. Girl, you're doing too much. <laughs> but more is um not that type of person in that sense she will just fix it for you she won't tell you what's happening she'll just do it yeah because as i said like i can't let you look embarrassed you're actually my family and my family is not gonna look like idiots out there so that's and that also those people who correct their friends but you do it in front of 20 other strangers you know the bus like, i'm going to the library and then people are going into town in university and i can hear someone say oh, your makeup's not looking that great. Oh, you know, your stakes up big. Or, I don't really like that dress in you, but there's 20 other people on the bus. Yeah. You want to pull your friend to the side, love? That's not that's not a friend. You're trying to embarrass me. That's what you're trying to do in front of your friends and my friends. And I just don't get people who do that because you saw me, you left together with me, or you saw me before we got on that bus, but it's now a packed bus or a packed area where you want to tell me there's something wrong with my outfit, makeup, hair, or anything. if I can't sing or if I can't dance, you're yeah. going to tell me in front of other people. So I think with this like dilemma or concern, I wouldn't say outright tell your friend. Just be like, oh, maybe you could work on it a little bit more. It just depends on if your friend is 
I don't want to say sensitive because no one's sensitive. You have the right to feel what emotions you feel. Yeah. But if you know your friend's going to take it to heart and be disheartened, maybe phrase it in a way that's constructive criticism. But if you're like comfortable with your friend, like if you told me you can't sing, I'm not going to take that to heart because I know it's true. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Wording and how you say things and how you come across is very important in this because obviously, yeah, Miriam says she's not, you know, she doesn't take things to heart. But if I say, oh yeah, you're shit, at that singing mean. that's really mean like, i can say it in another way um so just be careful with what you say with your friends um but let them know please don't let them embarrass themselves i said that so many times but literally <laughs> that's that's literally the basis of that question don't let your friends embarrass themselves out there because you wouldn't like it the same way you know if you couldn't do something and always be positive about the situation don't if they can't sing Maybe there's another thing they can do. If they can't do makeup, give pointers. YouTube is there for a reason. We all learned that way. Um, so, yeah. Exactly. Singing, take singing lessons. If you want to dance, maybe suggest dancing lessons with them. Mm. Like, don't, don't crush your friend's dream if, like, this is what they want to do. Maybe give them a realistic nudge because now if I woke up one day and said I wanted to be an <laughs> opera singer, I would hope someone would smack me. <laughs> I would hope you never even come to that conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> Moving so quickly on. <laughs> I think this actually links in nice to our second, um, well, dilemma that we've got from someone. So it's how mm. to spot a fake friend. Now, this one is a sticky one. Mm. I feel like, especially at uni, you meet the fake friends. Because, Maybe. I don't know, for me at uni, especially the start, first year, I made a lot of friends. Like, it was ridiculous the amount of friends that I met. And then when you see ha- what happened my third year, my fourth year, I left with, compared to first year, 10 solid brothers and sisters. And that's mm. because I just realised the people I had around me were all, majority of them were fake. And you really don't owe anyone an explanation of why you're cutting them off. Because you need to protect your mentality, your aura, your circle. So please, if you ever come across someone who, you know, is being fake with you, please do cut them off. But Miriam, like, how would you spot a fake friend? Or how have you encountered a fake friend and how did you cut them off? The key word is fake friend. I don't think you're going to realise. I mean, off the bat, some people might realise. Some people are lucky enough to have that vibe. Like, they can tell someone the vibes are off. Me, I'm quite ignorant in that fact. I tend to yeah. give... <laughs> more knows I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt. And this is a time where it's not... Well, they don't deserve it in that case. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like you're going to automatically know they're fake for a reason. They're bustering you up. I feel like there's specific people where there's different categories. There's fake friends who will come to you if they only need you. So if they, if they only come to you with their problems. If they only come to you when they need help. There's fake friends that also bring drama. They bring unrest into your life. You mm-hmm. know those people that you're around and you never feel at peace. Guys, <laughs> I had this friend and i knew them for i think about three years and i was always not on edge but there was always drama there it wasn't like drama involved me but drama from their side and i felt like i was so physically and mentally drained of hearing drama every single day and then more i met this person (laughs) do you remember let me tell you guys i met this person and i immediately didn't like their vibe like immediately and Miriam was like they're really nice I'm like okay that's completely fine and I just told Miriam I pulled her to the side of course I was never rude to the person I just said to Miriam I don't really like them personally and Miriam where are they now are they your best friends are they in your life guys when I tell you 
their coolest drama was me their coolest drama was one of my other close friends there was just so much that it genuinely sucked the life out of me for a good year like i've never felt so emotional i've never cried so much like over a situation i was Mm. just constantly involved in situations that i didn't need to be involved in and they were very toxic very toxic very very and but when you're in it i don't feel like you're able to see things like that so i would Mm. always say listen to what your friends say if one or two of your close friends or a few of them are saying this person doesn't like they're not good for you or they're toxic or they're fake I wouldn't say automatically go off the bat and cut them off. Maybe try and see where they're coming from and like get an understanding for that. But what about you? Um, yeah, I definitely do talk to them, I guess. But because obviously they might be going through something and that's why they're lashing out or maybe that's why they're toxic. Mm. But at the end of the day, you are in charge of who you allow around you. And if you do want positivity and someone's always bringing drama and it's not petty drama but you know the drama where it's just constant they're always Mm -hmm. in something and they're always bringing you into it you don't need to be in it so please just let that person go and it's fine like I feel like some people think fake friends then you're always enemies like that doesn't have to be the case you can generally cut someone off and if you see them in the street you can just be like hi hi just keep it cordial because we are mature obviously Mm -hmm. if they did you wrong you're not entitled to speak to them or do anything or rekindle or look for closure because you see sometimes with fake friends they realize much later on they come back to you and be like oh i'm so sorry for what i did it's up to you whether you want to accept their apology or not but you as a person protect your own peace please that's so important i feel like the older i get i realize my peace is like my number one thing I want to be with a group of people and I feel at peace. I feel comfortable. I feel safe. And I feel like right now that's what I had. But in first year, if you knew what happened in first year, I was always in something. Like I was, I was never in my education ever. And it's so crazy looking back at it. And then also how much I've changed as a person. I don't want to say I was negative then, but I was a lot more down. Of course, education always brings me down but (laughs) my aura wasn't the same as what it is now like generally i'm happy i'm calmer yeah be careful Um, of those fake friends though i will say it doesn't have to be someone you've just met Mm. friends that you've known for five ten plus years can suddenly switch up and that's one thing about growing up with like long like long lasting friendships they don't always stay the same you're never going to be the same person you can grow apart you can go like grow differently and some people unfortunately do not i don't say grow the right way because (laughs) it's not that there's a right way but people can become fake and people's morals Mm -hmm. their intentions towards you can change and i don't think you should let a length or a period of time of you being someone's friend determine whether you keep them in your life and i think that's something i don't say i was young but i think i held that like comfort heart oh i've known this person for 10 years they must care about me you know we're Mm. friends there's no way they will ever like think bad of me or malicious way or the attention but guys that's absolutely not true people people are just mean sometimes for no reason and some people don't have your best intentions to heart and if you grow differently and you grow up eventually and you want different things and you have different paths in life i don't think it's a bad thing to let that friendship go i definitely agree with you because i remember my first year of uni it was results back to my first year i had friends from primary even nursery and 
I would be like, oh, no, yeah, I'm coming to visit you. You know, we'll visit each other. And, you know, it's just those fun things. And, like, the older I got, I just realized, hmm, these friends only want me around when there's parties, when there's alcohol, when there's other things going around. And that's not bad. You can definitely have those type of friends, but that doesn't mean I have to be close with you. And now those friends that I've known since primary, I don't speak to them every day. And I have met people in my third year of university that I do speak every day. And I would consider them more of a sister or a brother than someone I knew way back. So as Miriam said, don't let the quantity of how long you've known Mm -hmm. someone make, make you stay in that relationship. Because at the end of the day, friendships are relationships as well. And you need to be respected. And it's both ways. Mm-hmm. Every every party needs to be respected. And also don't let people, especially you see nowadays where people are like, oh, it's not that deep. Or, you know, you're worrying too much about it. Don't, oh, let, yeah. don't let anyone undermine your feelings about anything. It could be something stupid, but to you it means so much. Your feelings do matter. And I feel like with friendships, sometimes you do get people... Cause, in life, you get people who I don't want to say alpha and be, like I don't want to say alpha, I and, you but you know you get people who are stronger who speak out, and you get people who are a lot silent mm. and with like within themselves. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because I've met people like that, you tend to see they just allow things to happen. Mm-hmm. And please let that not be the case. Um, you don't have to shout, you don't have to scream. You're not in a battle with anyone, but you can slowly just distance yourself and eventually just cut someone off. Um. As we said earlier, your mental especially, mm-hmm. especially is very important. So please take care of yourself. Don't let fake friends change you, mm-hmm. drain you, um, make you feel bad about yourself because you're worth it. You, you mean something. And there are, if you think about it, how many people in this world? Of course, you're not going to meet them all. Exactly. But like, even if it's one or two, you don't have to have 20 to 30 friends. I'm at so all. comfortable with having my circle of like five to ten close friends as close. opposed to having 30 people mm-hmm. are those 30 people really my friends or like my acquaintance group yeah definitely and also even if you do have those 30 people um, we're not bashing you anything you not. might be like best of best of friends but just in my experience and probably maybe mm. yours miriam that i just found like when i have a bigger friendship group i tend not to lose myself but there's just always something happening and i prefer mm. like a close knit as I call them family, like they're literally an extension of me. They're my family, and that's that. Mm-hmm. And also, those friends, something you should watch out for is those who don't want well for you. Oh, if you have goals in life and those friends aren't pushing you towards that goal, I'm not saying like dragging you by fire by force, but like we have friends and they want to do things in life, and when they say they want to do it, guys, they're like, "Yes, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's do the steps to do it. Like we'll support you." Like. A good way to support it, like, if you're in education, your friend doesn't want you to go to a lecture, let's go play rugby. I mean, people do that in university, but you do, your friend doesn't want you to revise. They don't mm-hmm. want you to revise. They want you to go out. Do you know what I mean? Like, definitely, it's not every definitely. single day go out. It's not every single day bunk lecture. If mm-hmm. your friend knows that it's important to you, but they're trying to make you feel bad into doing something, mm-hmm. you should never feel sorry being apologetic for your own goals in life and having your own path. I think people should support you, even if it's something very stupid. I'll always support my friends no matter what, because that's what you want to do. And if your friend doesn't do that, your friend's fake. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, Even in, like, it can be something, I don't want to say small, but, for example, I gave up doing something. And 
I'm not gonna say what it was, but I just gave it up. And <laughs> but my friends were never because you see people like, oh, okay. For example, drinking. You have friends that you go out, you drink, and like for example, if you don't want to drink anymore, and then your friends are like, oh, what? You can't hang with us, or they stop inviting you out to mm. places. For me, I stopped doing something, and my friends have never stopped inviting me out to parties just or catered to your needs. Exactly, and I think that's very important when you see your friends not stopping doing something because you're changing for the better exactly. cut them off like you don't we're not even trying to hear your explanation of why you're not trying to be my friend because i'm bettering myself cut them off move on and i feel like a lot of people also think where would i meet new friends but in this life you really do meet people and it's so crazy because i thought oh university i'll make friends and then after that i won't i made friends through work it's difficult but through work <laughs> like like there's so many places that you can put yourself and you meet pretty cool people um so yeah guys we're fake friends don't let them drain you please be careful around people and sadly just remember I, you are number one i want to say a hundred percent i'm i always say this i'm so selfish about my time my presence and me i'm not gonna let anyone be around me because i pick up on vibes and then i mm -hmm. change and i'm like Ugh, that's not me <laughs> so yeah that was quite a long one but yeah. i hope there was some useful information i feel like because we we both had experience with okay. it i think everyone has experience with fake friends so we just want to share our experiences and of course i'm never not gonna meet someone who's not gonna be fake with me but mm -hmm. i spot the red flags i understand now and also not that i'm not trying to meet new friends but i'm very comfortable with who i am and they add to me and i add to them they better me and i better them so is this some sort of disney movie <laughs> <laughs> i felt like she was gonna break out into song there for a second oh my no, god no but it's so true so now i know if someone comes into my life and they're not bettering me mm -hmm then I don't really need you as a friend. I, I know that sounds very mean, but it's very true. It is. What it is. Exactly. Also, guys, I didn't put disclaimer before this. We aren't professionals. So this quote-unquote advice, it's very please, tough. please take it with a grain of salt. Please. Especially on this next one, because Maura's opinion on this is a bit mad or what she did in this situation. So the third question we got was, what is your advice or what would you do if you had unruly housemates? We've both gone to university. We went through this. Mm. And luckily for me, I didn't... I mean, for me, it was more of one person out of all of the houses that I lived at as opposed to all of my flatmates. So everyone was kind of on the same side in regards to the other person and we just set ground rules. So we had, like, flat rotors. We had, like, a group chat and obviously everyone would have their own piece i feel like i lived with bar one year a little <laughs> quite mature people and then i think as the years got on it got a lot better apart from oh my god guys if you meet a sleep and you have a 9 a.m and your friend has someone at 3 a.m they don't respect you if you're telling them please can we keep it down and they don't do it you need to lay down some ground rules you need to sit them down let them know you're not joking because maybe they'll think, oh, banter, banter. It's not banter. I'm trying to collect my sleep. Do you remember when I was living in that house mm -hmm. and someone used to bring over a friend every single night to speak outside of my room? People have no respect. That's what I, I realised. Respect. But luckily I didn't go through it as much as Moira. Jeez, guys. Oh my God. Every single year of year. Except when I went on my year abroad. Fantastic flatmates. Like, mwah. 
<laughs> I don't even know where to start. Let me start with first year. So I just lived, imagine I only lived with three other people. So it's very intimate. Like it's not that big accommodation where there's 15 of you, you share the kitchen and it was all en suite as well. So we literally just shared the kitchen. And guys, when I tell you, I would, anyone who cooks, you know, when you finish eating, like you can't put the food straight away into the fridge simply because it's hot. So I would leave it out. And when I would go back, where's my food? Like, you know, when you're not trying to finish the stew and the meat, well, the stew is the meat, obviously, but the stew, <laughs> the rice, the veggies, and you leave that small little thing. Where's it gone? I get a text message. Oh, yeah, the food was real good. I, someone sees it. The thing with me, I'm super chill until I'm not. So they would be taking my plates, pots, pans, cups, cutlery. They'll keep it for like three weeks. I have nothing. I would have to knock on their door, collect it, wash it. Bear in mind, I never used it. This was happening, happening, happening. Like, I'm not going to lie for probably three months until a savior came into my life. No, actually, let me revert back to that. It got so bad that they never cleaned the kitchen that there were ants, guys. There was, Mm. it was disgusting. And a savior came into my life and I went to stay in her house. And that savior was called Shao. I actually love that girl. (laughs) But, um... So what would happen? They'll do all that until one day where I th- honestly it's very trivial, but this what broke the camel's back. I bought a basic cheesecake from Tesco, right? And I put it into the freezer and I was like, oh, I'm so excited. I had a 9 a.m. the next day. So I went to my 9 a.m. I was literally thinking about the cheesecake. I was like, I'm going to go back. I'm going to have that because that week was just really tough. So I've come, I've washed, I've gone to the kitchen, I've gone to the freezer, my department, um, but there's no cheesecake. So this whole time, I thought I was hallucinating. So I was like, no, let me check my receipt because I can't, I can't be going mad. Cheesecake is on there, on the Tesco receipt. Go back to this kitchen now. Why do I see the packaging, the empty, shall I say, packaging in the bin? Am I a mug now? Do you know how disrespectful that is to actually eat it and not even try to hide that you've eaten it? I I remember more calling seeing red more is a very calm chill person she doesn't really get angry that often but wow she was seeing red guys i feel like i understood why people do a lot of things because <laughs> my food no but just my food now i just started knocking on everyone's doors like my cheesecake all of them denied it i said you know what it's actually cute i left a note and i said if it's not by this end of this week you guys are not hearing me by the end of the week if it's not the cheesecake I bought, I don't want a more expensive one. I want the exact Tesco cheesecake in my freezer. Guys, you thought I was playing. I said, you know what? It is with now, God now. Here's the disclaimer. Don't do what you did. Yeah, don't do what I, wanted, what I did. But if you want to, <laughs> it's up to you. That's cons- there are consequences. Some crazy people will actually call <laughs> the uni on you. I mean, this happened. But. Yeah. So basically, I said, you know what? That's what you're going to do. Their food, garbage plates floor cutlery out the window trashed everything they thought they're gonna play with me and my cheesecake absolutely not of course they called accommodation of course we had a talking to but you know what happened at the end my cheesecake was bought i had apologies and it (laughs) never happened again now guys i'm not telling you to go and start being crazy and doing whatever but sometimes with some people you actually have to show them you're not playing especially if you're really nice okay i am nice my friends will disagree my family will disagree 
But when it comes to stuff, I really allow stuff three, four, five times to happen before I get mad. I'll be like, oh no, it's cool, it's cool. So people just tend to take advantage of that. Oh, she won't do anything. <laughs> you don't know me. Because that cheesecake meant everything to me that 9 a.m. Not even 9, it was probably because I took an Uber back. I didn't even take a um, bus back because it was like an hour away. I took an Uber back. So I was probably back home by 10.30 latest. Washed my body by 10.50 max. In the kitchen, no later than 11 a.m. And it was hell. And no cheesecake. But for other people going oh, yeah. through similar situations, maybe don't do what Maura did at the start. <laughs> maybe, so say if it's the first time, let's say if it's with dishes, just say, hey, can you wash up? Mm-hmm. Second time, oh yeah, I think I asked you I was able, would you mind actually washing up your dishes? Then I want to say you ask them one, two, three times. You're actually just going to have to put it in the group chat, let everyone know that you've spoken about this. Mm. Call house meeting. You know, some people, people all obviously come from different houses. Some people don't have the same level of hygiene that you have. So some people, it's acceptable for them to do that at home. Let them know that it's not going to run here. Of course, some people are going to be cleaner than others. But I think you need to respect that it's not just your own space. You pay rent, but so does this other person. So you should all come to an acceptable level of what you're going to do. I think the best thing to do is when you first move into a place, set ground rules. Don't just let it be lax. I know people are going, well, such a buzzkill. No, but it's so important because this is what causes arguments arguments later down the line. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And also you remember, when you're at uni, your home is like your chill place. You're trying to go back, relax. Now you go and the kitchen, and I'm not saying like someone leaves something overnight. I'm not saying that. That's completely fine. Like we do have lives and we aren't perfect. But now if your pots and pans have been on the side of the sink for two weeks now, mould is coming out, mm. that's just not acceptable. If you, for example, put tissue in the toilet and now it's gone and now there's no tissue or no one's taking out the bins, like it's just these small little things you really do need to communicate. I'll say when you have flatmates, you, communication is very key and what is acceptable, as Miriam said, and what isn't acceptable. For some people who are clean freaks, they want a clean kitchen 24 7 me i want clean like i want to be able to go and it's if there's a pot or a plate i'm completely fine but as miriam said you have to communicate group chats that's what saved me i believe in my mm-hmm. last year i literally communicated like okay. it's not even about cleaning it's also about bringing people over as well if it's 3 a.m i don't even have to have a 9 a.m and you're blasting out music hello, you have other people here. Respect as well. And some people don't have that. Some people feel like, oh, we're all in uni. We're all having fun. We don't care. I care. Yeah. Guys, when I tell you I suffered with that in first year, my first year flatmates did not care that I had to travel an hour to get to campus, that I had four hour labs in the morning. They did not care. And all of my friends know that I'm not like a going up person and the people that I lived in second year they weren't either but luckily my friends in third year they always tell me oh these people are coming around at this time you know it's about respect informing Mm -hmm. people in your house they're going to be there to this time like you're all living in the same house everyone should be given the same respect why am I waking up hearing do 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 in first understandable everyone's just moved away from home you don't want to tell me so I'm in my seat and my bed is moving do 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 you are, not. you are actually so right about informing because I remember my third year 
we're all girls and we're all like we were I won't say we're friends but like we're just close enough so I will be like walking in my lingerie okay not lingerie just my underwear because <laughs> I wasn't walking in my lingerie and her boyfriend will be in the sitting room and I'm there in my un- not underpants but in my underwear and I'm just looking at him and he's looking at me what do I do now it's too late what's been seen has been seen so I'm going to continue to the kitchen but I literally she told her just continue on her merry way. I don't care because if you want to come to me like, oh, why are you wearing? I always wear this, or I wear short shorts, or I mean, I either wear baggy clothes or nothing when I'm at home. But let me know that your boyfriend's coming around or your friends coming around because I I don't know. Let me dress correctly, you know, to also respect your guests. But you know, as we said earlier, some people don't have that within them, so you have to bash it into them. Group chat is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're living, especially in, I believe, on-campus accommodation, I do believe you can move if it's too much. Because I know you do speak to people 10 times, 15 times, and they don't change. Just move. It's not worth it. Just leave, find another place. And if it's in terms of you're a grown adult and you've moved out and your flatmates are <sighs> unruly, I'm not going to lie, you can't really move because your rent's paid, but... And also, if you're, say, in first year and you're looking for your second-year accommodation, guys, don't automatically sign with your flatmates for your first year just because you live with them. You're going to meet other people. You're going to meet people on your course. You're going to meet people from societies. If you mesh well with those other people better, don't by fire or by force sign with those people just because you live together in first year. In my third year, I think one of the best decisions I made, so I was contemplating between living on campus or because I wanted to really focus on my education because I didn't do that in year before or living with my course mates guys live with people who you know have the same goals as you all of my course mates like all the people I lived in my flat wanted to do well they were serious about life they were high going like because I had known them for three plus years so make sure you know who you're living with and I want to say my final year was probably the most smoothest experience for myself definitely definitely i'll say that because you know what it is you'll meet people and you think they're clean and then you live with them and you're like what but when you come out you present yourself as a clean individual you know you have your head screwed on tight but now back home your your clothes are everywhere you don't clean it's just and also stealing that's something big but with that i'm not gonna lie as i i don't know i've been telling people laxatives all my life so i'm not gonna lie to you oh you know those ones I've seen people who say they're lactose intolerant or they don't eat this, but I see you reaching into the fridge. There was this one person I lived with in first year. He went into the kitchen when I was there and he had his bowl with his cereal and he wasn't pouring his milk while I was there. And I'm looking at him thinking, what are you doing? And basically everyone in first year, we labelled our milk, which was quite pathetic when you think about it, like we didn't trust each other that much. I leave now and I see from the corner of my eye he's reaching for someone else's milk. <laughs> Guys, they're brazen. They won't care. They'll steal your stuff. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know you're not tolerating that shit. Yeah, definitely don't because we're all broke here. Especially in uni. We're actually all broke here. We cannot do stealing from each other. You can borrow it and you can replace it. I have no problem. Like You can use my milk to replace it. But it's those ones who use it, don't say anything, wait for you to buy your new milk and start using it again. Hello? Because you really want to do designer, designer. Please, please. Don't be one of those people who now flex labels and flex items. 
just mm. because there's money in your bank doesn't mean there's it's money the government. in your wallet. It's the government. Do we you pay it back. That BBC documentary. I saw this when I was in secondary school, or was I in sixth form? Of this girl who went to university, she got her student finance, spent all of her money on designer shoes, and had to drop out because she couldn't afford her rent. Yeah, I've seen people do booze jobs as well. I guess they finesse the finesse, which is the oh government. My <laughs> we abide by the law, just in case <laughs> wants to watch you. Yeah, yeah. No finessing over here. I say that a little bit more convincingly. Well, guys, this episode has been <laughs> amazing. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, the audio is a little bit better, and now that it's all set up, mm-hmm. um, there shouldn't be any issues going forward. Hopefully, yeah. And I hope we did answer the questions. We do know we kind of threw our little experiences in there, but we hope you did enjoy this episode, as Miriam said. And we shall be here on time. Next, next Sunday, next, I believe. Next Sunday. Is it next Sunday? No, because this was meant to go out oh. last week. So next, you see, I'm on top Can of. You move. I'm on top of it, guys. You've got me. But <laughs> wow. And that was the third episode of. It is what it is. Bye, guys. Bye.